Hi there. We welcome you to the Rush Hour podcast with Corky and B-Rush, the show. Well, we've changed things. We've compressed three hours of content into two hours, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m. However, we're not skimping on the conversations. No, the very thing that made this podcast so popular is the thing that we're continuing. So, for the next 15 minutes or so, enjoy the latest podcast on the Rush Hour Morning Show with Corky and B-Rush. Shut up and sit And good morning. We welcome you to the Rush Hour Morning Show on AM 1450, 101.1 FM, WGNC, Gastonia, Charlotte. For those of you that are streaming the show this morning on WGNCRadio.com, thank you for doing so. So glad that you could be a part of this two hours of Sports Talk Radio to where, I'll just remind you, we go hyper-local. The reality is, is we cover national stuff. We really do. But let's be honest. About 10 miles away, there's Charlotte, North Carolina. And there's a ton of sports talk stations in Charlotte, North Carolina that you can listen to from the start of the day to the end of the day. There's national talk radio that's going to talk Panthers, Hornets. They're going to talk about the ACC. And we dive into all of that. You're going to see that today. However, we get hyper-local, which is why in the same show, we'll talk about last night's NLCS. On the same show, we'll cover college football, national-level college football. We'll also do a breakdown of, of high school volleyball. Okay? We'll actually spend time on the show talking about middle school football. That's what we do here. We do that because that's what you want. We are very specific to our geography. We're not trying to bring Charlotte to Gaston County. We're not trying to bring Charlotte to Lincoln County, to Cleveland County, even to York County, South Carolina. We're trying to be focused on hyperlocal sports into this area. And you help make that possible, so thank you. Before I get started with scores and some things related to last night's action around the landscape, I want to let you know that now in Gastonia, Home Outlet is your secret to winning the home improvement game. With new quality kitchens, baths, floors, and more, your 100% employee-owned Home Outlet has everything you need to take your project from plan to reality, including the largest selection of in-stock products. You don't have to imagine the feeling of walking into your newly remodeled kitchen because Home Outlet is now open at 1495 East Franklin Boulevard. That's the feeling of winning the home improvement game. Follow us on social media or visit homeoutlet.com. Game two of the National League Championship Series last night, all Philadelphia. To the point to where it was a 10-0 win for Philadelphia. 
And it all happened late. It fell apart late for Arizona. Now, they weren't going to win that game anyway. Philadelphia had established themselves early. Trey Turner doing Trey Turner-type things on the biggest stages in baseball. Again, you have to understand, we were talking about on this very show what he was doing in the World Baseball Classic, that he could have an MVP-type season if he's able to carry that through. Truth is, he did not. The truth is, is that Trey Turner didn't have an MVP caliber season. Now, I don't want to sit there and make you think he was a putz. That's far from it. But his postseason has been pretty doggone good. This is a club that has built a ton of momentum throughout this playoff. And Trey Turner has been in that mix from the jump. Trey Turner... Let off last night's action for the Phillies. Got him on the board early with a home run. Kyle Schwarber hit a pair of home runs last night. So they led with the long ball. That's something that the Phillies are going to do. That is a staple of their offense, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. However... You look at what this club was able to do. Knocks by JT Real Muto. Bone with some great plays. Alec Bone, third baseman. Great plays defensively. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and try to draw equalities to, to Michael Jack Schmidt. That's not at all what I'm doing. Alec Bone made some great plays at third base. I'm not trying to say that he's the second coming. He's a very different player than Michael Jack Schmidt. Phillies fans will tell you that. But the fact that this club was able to do some of the things that they were able to do lets you know that this offense is about as complete as any offense you're going to find in Major League Baseball. With all due respect to the Atlanta Braves, which, by the way, aren't playing right now. So, I mean... Say what you want. The Braves had an epic season. The Phillies are here. The Braves are not. I don't think I need to remind you of that. Then you look at what Aaron Nola did. We've seen some really solid pitching performances. I mean, we really have. And I I think we could see one tonight from Max Scherzer. You look at what Nathan Eovaldi did. In game two of the ALCS, Jordan Montgomery did in game one. Some of the performances that we've seen already this season, I don't know in three starts for Aaron Nola that we've seen anybody perform better. He was lights out last night. Allowed three hits in six innings. The team got the shutout. They were in absolutely no danger of losing last night. And you can tell that the Diamondbacks were visibly rattled. This was the first time in this playoffs the Diamondbacks have been fully punched in the mouth. And you could tell that it impacted them. A pop fly in the infield. Now, why in the world Ryan Nelson is in the mix of a pop fly in the infield? I, pitchers do 
the position players a favor, get out of the way. Now, I'm sure there's a new school of thought that says the pitchers need to be involved. Get out of the way. Get out of the way. All you're doing is creating unnecessary traffic in the infield. You got Montero coming from the crouch. You got Longoria coming in from third base. All of a sudden, you got Ryan Nelson there who's just not needing to be there. Longoria could have easily made that play. You're adding another player. You're adding another voice to the pop-up. Get out of the way. Go cover a base. Go back something up. The ball lands in the infield. And it really was that kind of night for Arizona. Now, the good news for Arizona is they get to go back to Arizona for games three, four, and five. The Houston Astros don't have that luxury. They've got to go to Arlington. They've got to face Max tonight in Arlington. Friend of the show, Douglas Lacasio, hops on a plane this morning and goes to Arlington to watch games three, four, and five of the ALCS, which, by the way, there may not be a game five. The Astros are on the struggle bus. Can they win? Yes. Will they win two out of three? They could. I don't think they're going to. I don't think they are. I think effectively this series is over. The Arizona Diamondbacks, their broadcast crew called them the answerbacks all season because they were able to respond. A very resilient group. This is going to be a team that has the possibility of being very good for a good long time. When I say a good long time, three, three to five years. The free agent market changes the way that we look at good long time. They have the possibility of being competitive for years to come. Now, they're not going to spend the money that the Dodgers are going to spend or the Padres are going to spend to win the division year in and year out, but there's not to say a reason that they couldn't do it. They just won't dominate the division like we've seen teams like the Dodgers, who virtually every year wins the West. Now it's yielded very little fruit in the postseason. That's a different issue. But the reality is the Diamondbacks at least have a shot of making this a series. And I think they can bring it back to Philadelphia. There's just one problem. In my mind, the Arizona Diamondbacks had to beat Philadelphia twice in Philadelphia to have any chance to win this series. That's just simply not going to happen now. There's no way. There's no way that the Philadelphia Phillies, there's no way that their fan base are going to allow the Diamondbacks to win three straight games in Arizona, I don't think that's going to happen at all. But then, even if that does not happen, I don't think they're winning six and seven in Philadelphia. Because I can assure you, if we get to a game seven, Aaron Nola will be on the bump, and that's going to be a long, long night for the Diamondbacks. Now, of course, I think Philadelphia would much rather save him 
for game one or two of the World Series so that he gets another opportunity to pitch in the World Series. Can the Diamondbacks make this a series? Yes. Are they behind the eight ball? 100%. Merrill Kelly, Zach Gallen, that's been two of the guys that have really logged a lot of work this year. And they're 0 for 2 against the Phillies here in this series. So I'm not sure that we're going to see a ton out of this Diamondbacks club to get back to Philadelphia and win this series. I think the Phillies have already won this series. It's just a matter now for the Diamondbacks of how resilient they're going to continue to be in this championship series. Which it looks like when you get down to these four teams, I'm going to get my wish. I'm going to get a chance to see the Rangers and the Phillies play. And as much as I hate to say it, you know, sometimes there are teams that just establish themselves at some point in the season where you just kind of look like this is the team to beat, that maybe this is even a team of destiny. I'm sorry, Braves fans. What we could be watching this year is the irresistible force. Unfortunately for the rest of the league, I don't know that there's an immovable object there. I think we're looking at the Philadelphia Phillies as the irresistible force. And the Rangers, who are quite good, does their pitching have enough to be the immovable object? And will we have a clash of titans, for lack of a better term, in the World Series. I sure hope so. I hope this is everything that a baseball fan wants out of World Series. But I think we're watching these events unfold in baseball that are going to walk us directly to a Phillies-Rangers matchup in the Fall Classic. As the Phillies win 10-0 last night, They'll play again on Thursday in Arizona. Tonight, the American League Championship Series in Arlington as Max Scherzer gets the ball against Christian Javier, I believe it is, for the Houston Astros, which again has been very good for Houston as of late. Last night, I had the opportunity to be at the Southern Piedmont 1A2A Conference Volleyball Championship. And I'm hoping that when we bring Corky Franks on at 7.20 this morning, we'll be able to dive a little more into this. Because East Gaston, who played at Highland Tech just a week ago and was swept in that regular season matchup, a senior day matchup that saw this club celebrate Izzy Simmons and Lexi Neal, well, they had the championship game a week later. Both of those clubs were able to get past their opponents. They faced off against one another, and this matchup was much tighter. Highland Tech really kind of had their way last week against East Gaston. East Gaston really didn't form a lot of resistance. 
East Gaston performed much better last night, but the Highland Tech Rams are the 1A-2A champions. And now they prepare for the 1A state tournament. And we'll break down this game a little bit from what I saw last night. I thought there was one thing that is elemental in the game of volleyball that Highland Tech has been able to do all year that you just don't see a lot out of teams from this part of the world. I, again, I don't want to make people think that I'm trying to say this was Wisconsin-Nebraska facing off against one another. It wasn't. It's not, it's not the same thing. However, especially on the defensive side of the ball, these were two high school teams that really know how to defend. But there was one massive difference last night in this matchup that made all the difference in the world for Highland Tech as they won the match 25-18, 26-24, and 25-19. We got a lot to cover today. At 8.40, we'll unveil the pick six. We do have games that are already moved to Thursday. One happens to be South Point Forestview. That game will be played on Thursday. North Gaston Kramer will be played on Thursday. I'm sure as people are watching this play out, we may see more and more of this movement continue. The rain chances are still at about 60% on Friday. As it looks like it could be a solid rain event, which this area needs, but it looks like it could impact football for Friday night, moving it up a day. At 7.40 this morning, we'll talk to Dan Rothwell about his club's senior night game against Stuart Kramer in Dallas on Thursday night. At 8 o'clock, we'll have Tug Deason on. Talk about his Stanley Recreation program, amongst other things. Of course, we'll dabble into some East Gaston and Stanley Middle School, I'm sure. At 8.20, Weston Lawing will be on to talk about that National League Championship Series. Get his thoughts on this unbelievably dynamic Philadelphia Phillies offense. And then, of course, we'll break down the pick six. All that as we continue on this Wednesday morning. Happy Hump Day, everybody. We'll be back in just a bit here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Trying to sell your home can be challenging, but that does not mean it has to be hard. With the higher interest rates, you may see fewer showings, fewer offers, and more negotiations. This is where your agent really matters. Being Gaston County's realtor of choice for 37 years and a top agent at Allen Tate Realtors, John R. Bolin can assist you with your real estate needs, whether you're buying or selling your home. If you're seeking great service with one who is known for honesty and integrity, do not hesitate to call John R. Bolin at Allen Tate Realtors. That's 704-214-3088. 704-214-3088. John R. Bolin of Allen Tate Realtors. Belmont Body Work is here to keep your body moving, offering sports and deep tissue massage to those who are pushing their bodies to the limit, tailored massage to your body needs, and treatment plans designed to help you feel your best. Call 980-477-5424 to schedule your massage with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Keep your body moving with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. 
Hi, folks. This is Brian Rushing of the Rush Hour Morning Show. Have you heard the news? We're moving three hours of hyper-local sports talk and the best conversations to two hours, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m. On the home of news, talk, and sports, AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. I have a question for you. Do you remember this song? How sweet it is to be loved by you. Okay, let's think about this. Why is it that everyone remembers hundreds of songs almost note by note they never set out to memorize? That's the power of a sticky. When you hear a song or maybe a good advertising message for some frequency week after week for about six months, it gets in your long-term memory, even when you don't intend it to. You remember because you heard it. That's why radio is a sticky advertising medium. You can't hear a newspaper billboard or Facebook ad. Okay, TV has the power of sound too, but advertising on TV week after week can be very expensive. With radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then someone in the market of what you have to sell, hopefully they will remember you if you want them to. Take advantage of radio, the power of sound. Attention high school sports fans. Are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in North Carolina needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Back here on the Rush Hour Morning Show, Wednesday morning. So glad that you could join us on this Wednesday morning. As we've got quite a bit to cover today, a lot of great conversations. We'll unveil the pick six a little bit later on in the show, but we've got quite a bit to cover. I mean, quite a bit to cover. So without any further ado, um, let's play some music. Okay, first of all... What's up, sexy? No, no, we're not, look, even, look. We're not even going there. Look at this. Keep the music up. I, I'm, I have to apologize. I, I have no idea what you're doing. I, this is... That's for you, B-Rush. This is already Sloppy, awkward. Sloppy, wet uh, okay. kiss. Okay. Mwah. Mwah. See... You're deflecting now, hey, Be- baby. because I've I've made hey. you I've made you <laughs> I've made you surly this morning. No, but see, and, I, and I'm sorry. No, I backed off, didn't I? Okay, and I'm, I'm glad, but but I've I've made you surly, and that was not my intent this morning. No, no listen, no. If if anything, if if anybody needs to be surly, it's you. I think it's hilarious when we get surly B rush. You know what I was thinking this morning. <laughs> So basically, what you're saying is the show is better when I'm triggered. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I might. Tr- I might see if I can trigger you today. That's, that's not right. Golly. Hey, you know what I was thinking this morning, man? <laughs> really, I was thinking how far this show has come. Really, I have. Not a. We talk about the podcast numbers and the live listeners and people streaming. We talk about that practically every day off air, right? 
I was thinking this morning. So Haley and I are going. I want to fly Haley to lunch today. Okay. So where are you going? Uh, a, a place called Fifty Seven. I think it's Fifty Seven Alpha. That little hole in the wall place in Rutherford. Okay. Okay. It's a it's a thirty right, minute flight. Right. Okay. Yeah, we're not we're gonna we're not going to have the Ron's Beacon Burger today. Okay. okay. <laughs> I get to play on words. Yeah, I get it. Or the plain P L A N E burger. Right. I, I think we're gonna have some quesadillas and chips. We talked about it last night. There you go. A little simple, it's easy, right? There's nothing. Look, there's nothing wrong with a dang quesadilla. <laughs> no, okay? nothing, nothing, nothing. Or an armadillo. You ever had one of those? I've, I've look. I Boy, have I have horror stories about armadillos. Man, when I was growing up, they fed us everything: raccoon, snake, cooter. <laughs> okay, <laughs> they fed us everything. It, what? Okay, I, I saw a dead armadillo. In Columbia, South Carolina. Yeah. Why? Which, when I think armadillo. Think Texas. I think Texas. Yeah. I, I think. Okay, when you think. I-20, like bebopping and scatting down the road, that. Why do we Why do we have armadillo in Columbia, South Carolina? Have you not seen all these groundhogs around here? Yeah, I have. They're everywhere. Where did they come from? That. Well, just like all, apparently just like, Punxsutawney, uh, just like all the Yankees, just like all the Yankees that's moving into this area. Where'd they come from? <laughs> that's not the Ain't no more rednecks in here. That's not the same Where'd all the rednecks thing. go? <laughs> Where did people come from? <laughs> Hold on. Hey, anyway, I was, I was thinking back. Nah, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> Brian, Brian, I love everyone. <laughs> How about that? But be, some a little more than how about, others. How about that fake apology? <laughs> That's all you got to do. You, listen, you can't be honest anymore. All you have to do is fake apologize and everybody's happy. You know, I, I regretfully made this bad state. Man, get out of here. Everybody knows exactly what you meant. That's why you said it. Anyway, uh, so we're going flying today. I've done it. We're, we're going, I hate fake apologies. Can people not see through that? Like the sports guy gets busted for something, and he gets on TV and says, I'm deeply saddened that I did this to the community. No, you're not. Come on, man. Anyway, hey, there, but, Brian, but uh, we're not going to get into that. Anyway, so I'm plugging. <laughs> it's when, it, when, you're, when you're sincere about it, people know you're sincere. You understand what I'm saying? Fair enough. That's all I'm saying. Okay. It's great to apologize. Own your stuff. Apologize. But authentically own it. Absolutely. Okay. And if you can't see through that, then whatever. Okay. So I'm in here plugging up the uh, the GPS for the plane. You know, I'm looking for. You saw me in here rambling sure. around looking yeah, for a plug. You had a new device I I hadn't seen before. Yeah. And- so I'm trying to plug it up, and and I'm looking around, and I walk outside the studio here out in the green room area, and I look up, and I happen to see. The and you know the wiring from the antenna, and I thought back about the first week of the show. Yeah. When we were trying to make calls and stuff, and, and you know what I'm saying, the phone the phone calls kept dropping out and things like that, and we found what we needed, ordered it, hooked it up, and it's been practically seamless. Unless we use your phone, yeah. Unless we use my phone, then <laughs> then it's a real crapshoot. But but so. you know, like I really had a I had a good mo- flashback moment, like genuine thankfulness and you know joy for See, where the show's I, I thought you saw a groundhog outside no, the no. door so like that morning out, outside you, the green room like like that morning you came in the, uh the main studio door and thought you saw a raccoon yes yes that <laughs> was, was problematic it was your shadow of a, it was a apparently sh- it's sh- a shadow of something shadow of your left foot coming in the door that thing is about a size 20 like shack <laughs> like a raccoon you thought you thought your shadow was a raccoon you were I, you had me looking everywhere remember that <laughs> yes that's like the first week of the show. 
Oh, it was man. very early on. Yeah, we've came a long way, haven't we? And then, and then, you know, we sit here, we go back and forth and talk all this ridiculous stuff, and you hit the music and put the headset on and just like that. You just go to work. It's so fun. It's a lot of fun, isn't it? We've come a long way. It's, it's well, and, and why? I'm about I, to quit, by the way. So uh, okay. okay. <laughs> it's my last week. I'm putting in my notice. <laughs> okay. That, fair enough. <laughs> like that guy at the Charlotte Motor Speedway, the electrician. I told you that story last week. Right, I? Yeah. right. Said, uh, where'd you go? So I quit. So you're supposed to put in a notice. I did. You notice I ain't going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> you notice I wasn't there for lunch today. That's my notice. Anyway, yeah, you, you tried to get me riled up this morning. You really well, did, and and I and and I'm sorry. I, I really am. I, that was not my intent. But um, hey, before we before we get there, because I do want to talk about this. Um, who's on the show? Tug at eight. Well, we got Dan Rothwell at seven forty. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, he. Oh, really? That early? Well, it's always seven forty. Brian, I don't know that. I just sit down, take my shirt off, put a headset on. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Tug's on at 8. Okay. Weston Long is on at 8.20. Huh. That's a packed show we're, today. We're going a lot of different directions. We'll have the pick six reveal at 8.40. I'll try to get that out. And it looks like, just like last week, we need to do the pick six tomorrow you as know how, opposed to Friday. Do you know how many conversations I had yesterday about dropping dimes and and, uh, <laughs> and the top ten things high school coaches, you'll never hear them say, several conversations throughout the day. A lot of people listening, man. They love um, because you can't. Really? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because you you can't go. You know, everybody can't tune in in the morning. Got sure. stuff going on, or maybe sure. you listen to something else. But I tell you what, you can do. You can put your headphones in and listen to it an hour to pop during the day. Yep. And people are doing that. Had a conversation, <laughs> very brief one. As soon as the match, the Southern Piedmont One A Two A Championship was over. Miss Susan Redman, okay, the principal of Belmont Middle School, yeah, comes up to me. This is the one thing she says. Says, wanted to introduce myself. I'm Susan Redman, principal at Belmont Middle School. Please stop having Coach G on the show. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> she said, God bless you for, for being able to put up with Kerry Galbraith. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and I'm like, look, he, he, he brings a lot of flavor to the show. I'm pretty sure the, co- the coach's top ten never came up. I didn't hear that, so. He told me he's coming live in studio Friday. Oh, really? Yeah, Coach G. Okay, so we've got to have line five ready to roll. Why's that? For the music. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what Bo- them. Born to Boogie. Oh, yeah. You could tell me those lines all day. I, I don't know that stuff. You just hit the button. I just, all the thing I do is look over, and if that second knob down there, yep. if line two, if as long as that thing's not red. If it's pink, you're good to go. I'm good to go. If it's red, it's dead. <laughs> yeah. And then I've got this one over here. That's always a good one to have when the mic's on. Yeah. Yes, I'm on, I'm on the ready. Anyway, you told me a, you. Why don't you? Why don't you? Which, which one? Because we we covered two off air. Well, let's talk about the ring story, the Southwest story. Well, let's. Can we do that later? Yeah. Let's let's do that later because I I, I want to make sure that we've got <clears throat> every T crossed and every I dotted as it relates to this story because this I don't. Is, I'm gonna voice my opinion. I, I get it. But I, but I want to make sure that we're understanding clearly what's transpiring. I know that I do. Because, again, on the surface, this sounds like... This Let me sounds, tell you what it sounds like to me. Mm. When are we going to talk about it? Last segment. Let's, I, let's wait till the last segment. Maybe. Yeah. I really do want to talk about it. I, I, I know. I know. And, and it, 
even if we save it for tomorrow, it'll give us some opportunity to ask some questions and get some clarity. All right. Because this, there's got to be more to this than maybe we're aware of. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. We'll, 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 we'll get to that. Get Chad Duncan on the show. Well, that's. I bet you a million bucks he won't talk about it. Well, and, and, <laughs> and, I, and I understand why. I, I, I do. God, could you imagine if Corky Franks was in a position like that? They'd fire me in about an hour. Okay. All right. Here's, okay. I, I, I'm going to throw this out. I, I, because of, of where I get to go and some of the things that I get to do, I, I hear stories that would, would blow a lot of people's mind. So, for instance, I'm, I'm at an event recently, and I'm told about a particular college football team to where an individual donor donated almost $400,000 to a program, a football program, just so helmets could be purchased that had a particular look to go with a particular uniform scheme on a particular game day. What's wrong with that? It's his money. Okay. Yes. Here's the problem. If there, it, I wouldn't call it a problem. Here, here's the hiccup in making something like that happen. The ACC allots you a certain amount of <clears throat> uniform schemes that you can operate under. Major League Baseball does the same thing. You can only have four or five uniform combinations, and I'm not really sure the number, including the City Connect uniforms, which, of course, is a Nike joint with Major League Baseball, and they hype it up dramatically and all that kind of stuff. But because these helmets had never been accounted for in their scheme, they were going to have to go to the ACC to get a special dispensation. Okay? It's just, it's weird some of the things that you hear. Now, I'm not, please do not think that I'm trying to equate the amounts of money one versus the other. There's got to be more to this story that was reported on, I think, WBTV. Is that correct? I yeah. Think. There's got to be more to what was reported on WBTV. Oh, yeah, WBTV. I'm getting texted over here about it right now. Okay. So there's got to be more to it than what's being told. So I'd really like to sit on it and get some clarity before I start popping off. Cause yeah, please do, because, it, uh, look, you see this thing's hot over here right now. Okay. But Th- this, is why I would, this is why we need to go live on YouTube or something, because this stuff is real. You know, well, it's real time. It, it, it's happening in real time. I mean, people have opinions. And, Plus, everybody and, wants to see me with my shirt off anyway. Let's be honest. So maybe what we need is just one <laughs> camera pointed towards you. Yeah. So, we just hear you in the background. Right. So I mean, I, you have a face for radio anyway. Wow. Really? We're not even at 740. And you're, man, would, would you please put the hammers away? Okay. okay. Yeah. So, but like, for instance, we're going to talk to Dan Rothwell here in just a few minutes, head coach of North Gaston. Yeah. The North Gaston game, they were they were right out of the jump. Like we we were getting, I was getting messages before the show ended on Monday about, hey, there's a possibility the game is being moved to Thursday. They were looking out that far ahead in the forecast. Now, the forecast at that time was a seventy five percent chance okay. of rain. This is what got me hot, and I, I I really don't want to get wound up. I'm just, I really don't, but I think I'm going to. I am so sick and tired of soft people being in a position of power 
who I'm talking about in general. This is just me saying this, and if I catch heat, I don't care. They don't come cut my grass for free. Uh, Hey, listen, none of these people I'm fixing to talk about on the school board and all that stuff, uh, they went over here last night helping me put this wrought iron fence up beside the house. Were they? No, they're not. So what difference does it make? Unless they were. I, yeah. I, I don't know. Now, listen, if they want to throw some money toward the show, I'll be nice and talk nice about them. But until that happens, listen, man. Hey, Brian, I told you during the break, it, it's a possibility it could snow in February in Gaston County. So do we do we go ahead and line the slag trucks up right now? I mean, seriously, what, what are we doing? Can, do, can we not play football in the rain anymore? Seriously, what are we going to do when baseball season comes along? Softball, soccer. It's, hey, guess what? It's too cold in the gym. Turn the heat on. Oh, the heat don't work. I mean, we're teaching, we're teaching our society. It's bad enough the government does it through media. Now we're doing it at the school level, and we're teaching everybody to be soft. And I don't want to hear this stuff about the fields and this and that. You know how many, fi- <laughs> you know how many muddy football fields people's played on in the past? Come on, man. Let's stop the nonsense. Okay. Uh, hey. There's a chance of rain on Friday. Oh my goodness gracious! My goodness, oh, what a, the, we need tires on the bus. The bus can't get there. I, I, I don't. You can't give me any rational. You 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 can't do it. I had Coach Lubowitz on the show last week. He was talking about the only concern they had was it was going to be homecoming, and the girls didn't want to get wet in their dresses. But he was playing football. He said it was never an option for him not to play on Friday night, didn't he? And then what Coach said. From what I from what I remember, yes. Okay, what are we doing? What are we doing? I'm so sick and tired of seeing guys being made to be soft. I'm sick of it, and I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to stand up for all young boys or men or be the lead. I'm tired of it. I, somebody's got to. This is just me. I'm sick of it. I don't get it. Hey, I mean, you see it every year when my kids were in school. Uh, chance of snow this weekend. Brown, they shuts. It won't even snow, and they shut school down for a week. I don't get it. The banks, the banks ain't open, but about two days a month anyway. I mean, there's a holiday every week. What's going on? Well, I mean, we, what happened? What happened to the days when you when you walked to school uphill both ways in the snow? Wasn't them people tough back then? We don't have any more tough guys anymore. Okay, but and the, I'm not trying to be Mr. Toxic Masculinity. You know what creates toxic masculinity? Toxic, fem- uh, <laughs> toxic oh, no, femininity. No, yeah, it no. does. I mean, let let people let people do what they want to do. I'm tired of being told what to do. Like you do as I say, do not as I do. It's too many hypocrites around here, See, including I, me. I'm a hypocrite from time to time as well. Okay, and my look, having spent time, and, and this happens at the college level too, and to some degree. I just don't get it, man. I just it may, it's a turnoff. Okay. All right. Well, I I didn't I didn't want you to be that surly. I'm sorry. I'm not nearly as no. You did it intentionally. That's not true (laughs) at all. But do you see? I'm not saying agree with me. I'm because I'm not saying agree with me. And that's the good thing about these conversations. You don't have to agree with me, but I just want you to at least see my side of it, see my viewpoint, and then guess what? Now you give the rebuttal and let me hear why why you think that. Well, we'll we'll get the rebuttal a little bit later on in the show. We might be able to dive into that. Sometime around the pick six. All right. Right now, I want to go to break. All right. So we can bring on Dan Rothwell and talk about his club that is playing Stuart Kramer this week with an opportunity to pick up win number five on the season and guarantee for themselves a 500 record, all on their senior night coming up Thursday night against Stuart Kramer. We'll talk about that, and we continue on here on the Rush Hour Morning Show in just a bit. We'll be right back. 
Attention Gastonia homeowners, it's time for a fresh start. Are you tired of getting lost on a sea of products? Do you long for expert advice and personalized service? It's time to break up with your big box store and upgrade to Home Outlet. Now open at 1495 East Franklin Boulevard. Say goodbye to limited choices at high prices. Say hello to the largest selection of in-stock kitchens, baths, floors, and more, all at a guaranteed low price. Visit store manager Chris and his experienced team at your 100% employee-owned Home Outlet today or shop online at homeoutlet.com. Where can you find hyperlocal sports talk in Gaston County? Where can you find the best conversation with the movers and shakers of local sports talk? That's right. You find it right here on the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the home of News Talk and Sports. WGNC AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online, WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. Rebels Contracting Services has specialized in the healthcare imaging industry since 1986. Located in Gastonia, Rebels Contracting is now hiring. Rebels offers competitive pay, vacation and holiday pay, 401k and insurance. If you'd like to join the Rebels Contracting team, check us out online at rebelscontracting.com or call 704-864-2000. That's 704-864-2000. 704-864-2000. Since the beginning of 2023, the Rush Hour Morning Show has become your go-to for hyper-local sports talk. Whether you listen for scores and analysis, compelling conversations, or that bit of fun in the morning, the Rush Hour Morning Show has grown a sizable audience in Gaston County and surrounding areas. Our podcast numbers reflect a robust listenership. This listenership is made up of people searching for your products and services. We would love to tell your company's story. Email us at rushhourwgnc at gmail.com or call 704-689-3820 to find out how your business can tell its story affordably on our Rush Hour Morning Show. That number again, 704-689-3820 or email us rushhourwgnc at gmail.com. The Rush Hour Morning Show, your source for hyper-local sports talk and hyper-local advertising. All right, folks, let's get started. Parents, thanks for coming. As many of you know, I'm Coach Mather. Tonight I want to talk about the season, of which I only have one expectation, that everybody gets stronger. When I say get stronger, I'm not referring solely to physical strength. Sure, we'll be in the weight room, we'll be running stairs, but we're also going to focus on developing mental toughness and grit because those are the characteristics that allow us to achieve greatness both on and off the court. So how do we develop those things? By getting comfortable with a challenge, by cultivating the confidence necessary to overcome adversity in all forms. That's why I coach. That's my purpose. Every member of this team can lean on me, and I'll teach them how they can lean on themselves and each other. This message presented by the NCHSAA and the North Carolina Athletic Directors Association. And we're back here on the Rush Hour Morning Show on this Wednesday morning. Corky Franks, B. Rush here with you on AM 1450, 101.1 FM, WGNC, Gastonia, Charlotte. And let's pull up the head coach of the North Gaston Wildcats, 
Mr. Dan Rothwell. Coach, good morning. How you doing? Good morning. We're doing good today. Yes. Fantastic. The phone works. Everything's great. Hey, Coach. By, hey, Coach, by the way, it's Corky here. You know I picked you guys last week. I'm the only guy on the panel that picked you. You know, I'm on the bandwagon, Coach. I want to drive that thing. Hey, man, like, I I was listening. I know They messed my schedule up moving these dang games to Thursdays. Um, I got morning duty on Thursdays. I got to do the, the bag checks and stuff Thursday morning, so I couldn't get on it and hit you back up, but I heard you. And I appreciate it, man. Hey, you know, Coach, I said, hey, Coach, if you're listening, please send me some energy. I want, I, you know, I want to pick you. And I felt the energy, and I went with you, and you guys won. Hey, listen, I know Brian's going to get there in a second. You just mentioned this about changing these, I think you said, dang football games to Thursday. Who makes those calls, and why are those decisions being made? Because I, I like – So – Go ahead. No, because Brian and I were just talking. I mean, this the school board and, and the ADs, they'll cancel – or whoever's doing it. I mean, they'll shut down school for six months because it's supposed to drizzle and, and be 34 degrees. <laughs> you know, I don't get this stuff. It drives me nuts. Yeah, I mean, it, it came to me early Monday morning, um, and they said that it was 70-some percent chance of rain and – you know, we got we got a lot of people that work these games. It's like 50, there's 50, 60 people, you know, that you got to get together and, and work these games. And um, being senior night and parents coming out, trying to make sure that the events go well and parents enjoy their time. They only get one senior night with with their boys and trying to make that a a fun event without the rain and just trying to please people outside of, of what we do now. For me, man, I'm from Michigan. I'm one of those Yankees you were just talking about. <laughs> you, you, brought the, you brought the groundhogs with it too. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so you know, when my first year coaching, I had to shovel our football field up in Michigan to get the snow off so we could see the lines, man. Yeah, that's what I'm so, saying, Coach. What about rain? What about the guy here digging the ditch? You know what I'm saying? What about the guy? What about the guy yeah. here clearing the trees off the highway when it's raining? So you can, I mean, is he going to take off? Everybody just can't take off work because it's supposed to rain. Come on, man. Yeah, you know that's my mindset too, especially with the way we run the ball, man. Hey, let it rain. We want to play in rain, but you know, hey, we got to make everybody happy and we got to make the heads happy. So, you know, trying to make events for parents and kids these days i guess easier and and better and more exciting so hey i just roll with it yeah roll with I'm it glad you, do you in, do i'm not going to roll with it you do indeed now i i will say this coach and i'm going to be completely see-through here okay i was not going to be able to be at the friday game okay i was going to be doing a game for espn plus down in south carolina so when i got the call that this was going to get moved to thursday most likely was I available? I was, I got to be honest with you. This was a good bounce for me. I wanted to see this club finish off the season at home in the regular season against Stuart Kramer. So now I get an opportunity to do that. So again, you know, I wasn't part of the decision-making process, but I'm sure glad this bounce came my way because I get to see this club possibly get their fifth win of the season against Stuart Kramer this week. Coach, when... When we got this thing started and we had you come on, would you have 
how would you have felt if we told you you're going to go into week 10 or week 9 of the regular season and you are going to be 4 and 4 in the year with a chance of picking up your fifth win on senior night at home knowing that you've got a chance that if you do that against Stuart Kramer you've got a big big game coming up against South Point to wrap up the regular season. How would you have felt about that if we would have shared that with you on opening day? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're proud. You know, we're proud of where we're at right now. Um, and, you know, I can't say that I'd be – that I'd say we expected to be in this position. I can't say that. But, you know, as competitors and as coaches, you know, we, we don't put all this time into these kids and – and believe in them just just to fake it. You know, we, we truly believe that we have a good group of kids and and we felt if we could pull a couple of those off, you know, the Ford's view and and the Huss and, and we kind of let one slip there with Ashbrook starting off so slow, you know, we, we could have been easily in an even better position than we are right now. And you know, that just goes to these kids and believing and, and growing up and this senior group, we got 18 of them and we're just, we're just proud of this, this group coming together. And I can't say I, I thought we would be here, but I believe that, you know, I had faith in these kids and, you know, we talked about that this week at practice, you know, having faith is believing in something that you can't prove. You know, and, and we, we had that faith in this group and they believed in us and we believed in them and, and we came together as a unit and we're making things happen that this school hasn't seen in 10 years. Dan Rothwell here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Coach, um, so what you're telling me with 18 seniors is I've got quite a bit of reading to do before we get started uh, on Thursday night. So thanks for the heads up. I'm, I appreciate that. I'll make sure that I bring extra cough lozenges for Thursday night's matchup. And coach, in all seriousness, look, this thing, this momentum that's being built isn't just necessarily being felt with the football team. You've got the tennis team that's preparing for the state tournament also. There's a lot of good juice, a lot of positive energy in Dallas with this. You guys are going to get a chance to celebrate this a little bit. Thursday afternoon, there's a pep rally. Um, you know, what, what role are you playing in this pep rally? What's your role in this interaction with the student body Thursday afternoon? Um, I, I try to keep the energy with the kids, man. I, you know, they, they came to me yesterday morning talking about I, I got to do some bat spinning contest. and The dizzy and bat? And make a layup. Yeah, something like that. Oh, let's go. Yeah, yeah, so – you know, I, I try to enjoy that. Um, I try to get in and um, show that spirit with them and, you know, have a little fun um, pregame and, and that type of stuff. But sometimes pep rallies can can get a little bit too far. And then the kids, when we're done with school, you got to rally them back in and, and get them, you know, mindset and focused. And so as, as much as pep rallies are great for the student body, sometimes it, it creates a schedule change for us. Well, certainly, I'm going to be there at that pep rally tomorrow. So I get to see Dan Rothwell actually take part in a dizzy bat race that includes him making a layup. So, uh, yeah, my day is already made. I'm excited about what tomorrow is going to bring to me uh, at the pep rally. Coach, in, in all seriousness, this is a football team that has 
got an opportunity to get at least, at least with a win against Stuart Kramer, a 500 record. How is your club going to go about their business against Stuart Kramer, knowing that this is a club in Stuart Kramer that's still hungry, still looking for that first win, would love to do nothing more than wreck an opposing, an opposing team's senior night? Your thoughts on Stuart Kramer? Yeah, that's been our that's been our conversation all week. You know that this group has never gone into a game where everybody's saying, "Hey, you should win. You should win. You should win. Hey, you're gonna win this game." You know what I'm saying? And and that that's not given. You know, we got to get these kids to understand. They're just like we were last week and the week before that and the week you know playing with that chip on their shoulder, and everybody's saying, "Hey, you might as well not play the game. You're gonna win." And they've only done this and they've only done that. I try to knock that noise out of the way because we've been there and we've been in that position where we're like, hey, this is our chance to shock the conference. This is our chance to wreck their senior night, their homecoming, you know, the the whole coaches talk. So they're coming, you know, we're, we're still just no gassing. You know, I tell kids that to this day, you know, that's what people still say about us. We haven't proven anything and this, that, and the third. So. We're still coming with that mentality, and we got to keep that chip on our shoulder, and we still got to prepare like everybody's going to give us their best. Because when they put us on the schedule, they said, oh, that's one we're going to get. And we're proving people that's not, not the case. Dan Rothwell here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Coach, certainly as you – as you've been able to look at what this club does, we haven't even had a chance to really talk to you about the Hunter Huss game. Let's go ahead and spend a moment talking about that Hunter Huss game. What's the one thing that your club was able to do that you were the most proud of going on the road, beating Huss, creating a scenario for you to, to you're even able to entertain all of the things that you're able to entertain this week, what were some of the things that you guys executed that you were so happy or so proud of the guys for being able to do? Well, let, let's start with the fact that L.A. didn't score. Journey, he threw one, but he didn't score a, a rushing or catching touchdown. We had three guys step up, uh, Seth Magaha, um, Isaiah Ewing, and Keldon Williams all scoring our touchdowns to, to win that game. So, you know, we knew going into the game that they knew L.A. and Journey were were our guys and that, you know, people are going to focus on them. And those, those other guys, those players that, that put in the same amount of work stepped up and and they put their nose to the ground. And, and Seth Magaha rushing for over 100 yards, you know, running the wedge and running it right up the middle. And I was proud of our offensive line just pounding, you know, coach, keep going, keep keep running, you know, and, and we we just pounded it right down the middle, um, and and I think we forced Huss to to get out of their game plan a little bit, and, and try to spread the ball around, and and just proud of them to stay focused in a game that was so hype, you know. There's there's relationships on both sides, and going on the road and, and winning a road game for the first time this year. And just keeping that mentality, we, we talked all week, we're in the playoffs now, you know, and, and if we let one slip, you know, that, that goal for these seniors is gone. So we're, we're still pushing and, and we're still grinding and, and I'm just proud of their focus and, and ability to, to go on the road and, and stick to the game plan 
and fix some of those mistakes we've made, and and I'm just proud of them. Real quick, I, I know that you mentioned Seth McGaha, <laughs> Keldon Williams. Obviously, when you look at North Gaston, two of the main playmakers, J.T. Lattimore, certainly L.A. Knox, those guys, they're going to be teams game planning for those two. But to see the reps that Keldon Williams and Seth Magaha have gotten lately and the difference that they've been able to make offensively for this club, it certainly adds a dynamic to this team to have those two guys in particular really starting to spread their wings and show what they're capable of as well. I'd like your thoughts on that, Coach. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that that we've been preaching since spring is we are not a one team, one guy team, you know, and and we need everybody to step up. And, you know, a sophomore, you know, Calvin, his first varsity football game was week one this year. Um, Seth Magaha didn't play last year. So his first game was the first one. And Seth didn't even start at the beginning of the year. And so. You know, he played linebacker for us and uh, fullback. So those guys stepping up and, and just willing to kind of take their – wait their turn, you know, wait for their opportunity to come. And, and then when, when we called their number, they stood up and said, yeah, I'm ready. You know, and, and what people don't – a lot of people don't know is we, we got a kid named Caden Brown who was our starting running back week one who had 10 carries for 80 yards – broke broke his wrist and and we're hoping to get him back next week so that'll bring a whole nother dynamic to our football team that that we're excited about so you know like those guys just stepping up and a, a culture that's being changed to everybody has a shot to play and everybody's a part of this group win lose or draw it, it's just exciting to see these guys come together well coach certainly want to congratulate you on the win on the road against Tuss. I'll be looking forward to seeing you tomorrow as it looks like it's going to be a long day for the both of us. And uh, we'll have you back yeah. in two weeks. We want to talk about what's going to happen in two weeks. Hopefully we're sharing some great news together, having some great conversations. But whatever the case, we'll have you on in two weeks, and we'll be talking about the North Gaston Wildcats at 740 on Wednesday morning. Coach, thank you so much for your time this morning on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Hey, thank you guys. Hey, man, keep keep that energy coming, man. I appreciate it. You got it, baby. All right, folks, we'll be back in just a bit for hour two. Tug Deason will get us started this morning on the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be back in just a bit. We thank you for tuning in to this Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Don't forget, folks, we jam three hours of content into two hours every single day, Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m., on the Rush Hour Morning Show, WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM. Streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. Until we're back with you again for the next Rush Hour Morning Show podcast, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time.